0: Yo, what's good, meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day, and welcome to the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's the returning champion IFBB Pro Matt coming at you with another topic. And today, I'll be giving you guys a peek into what my plans are for my IFBB Pro debut and what I aim to do with my professional career in, say, the next 12 to 24 ish months. All right. So, if you're a fan of bodybuilding or you like supporting me, this episode's for you. But it's also somewhat selfish because I do feel like you know me talking about my goals or me talking about what I want to do is kind of selfish. But again, if you do follow me, you kind of are interested in bodybuilding because I am a bodybuilder and I post bodybuilding content, right? So in spirit of the Olympia, I want to talk about, you know, as an IFBB pro, what I plan on doing without actually spilling the beans, right? But I'm going to walk you through sort of what this year was about and what next year or this coming year is going to be about. Okay. So but before we dive in, if you have any friends that you know are also bodybuilding fans or would want to hear about what I'm going to be doing for my IFP Pro Debut, shoot them a message. Let them, you know, join this chat today, all right? Because this episode on episode 145 of the Meathead on the Mic podcast, we're just going to be talking about a little life update, okay? So this is in a way, or this was, the hardest pill for me to swallow, metaphorically speaking, okay? So figuratively, not literally, because we're not talking about those kinds of pills if you get my drift, Um as a highly competitive person, I'm going to be 100% vulnerable and honest. I've never been the type to really like take a break or take it easy, right? And I mean, I tell myself I'm taking it easy. I'm, I tell myself I'm slowing down. on Like, if I'm, you know, going super, super hard or whatever. But in reality, I'm still going hard. I mean, compared to the average person, okay? And there's nothing really bad about that. If you really want something, you should be okay with working really hard, right? And that's, yeah, everything that I got that I'm proud of in my life, I worked really hard for. So it's it makes sense, right? It makes sense. And there's nothing bad about it. There's nothing wrong with working hard, you know, except in the context of competition. In this specific context, okay? Because there are times where, and I'll be honest with you, I just want to compete because I fear that if I don't, I'll lose my momentum and I'll just, like, never be able to, like, pick up the ball again. So sometimes I just, like, do it for the sake of doing it. And that's sort of been the, the habit or the... You know, the trend for the last few years since I started competing. Actually, to be honest, since I started competing in 2017, I never missed a... I never went an entire year without, like, competing. So, 2017, I competed at my first show. 2018, I competed at my first nationals. 2019, I competed at my second nationals. 2020, during COVID even, okay, during COVID, I even was able to compete. I was able to essentially find my way to the stage, even though it was a short notice. Like, there was a really, really short notice. Um, Most of the shows were canceled, and I had pretty much no option except for to just go into the off-season and, you know, get bigger, things like that. And then out of nowhere, a show popped up, and it was like three weeks' notice. And I was working with a coach at the time. Shout out to Brett Godin, if you ever listen to this in the future. Um, And so basically, with his expertise and with my uh, willpower, I was able to lose about, like, 30 pounds in 28 days to make weight for my classic physique show in 2020 and then compete. And that's how much I really loved competing. And I still love competing. Right. And I was like willing to do anything for it because I feared, you know, if I didn't compete for one year, I'd like lose my my momentum. It'd be really hard for me to pick up the ball and move forward. Right. And that extreme example of losing 30 pounds in literally just over three weeks is a perfect example of it. But again, I did go and I did win that show. So it was worth it. It did win, right? So it was kind of worth it, right? Because anything that you want, again, it's going to come on the other side of hard work. And if you do understand that, then you're going to get everything that you do want. And so, again, just, that's just an example to show you how afraid I was, like, of not competing in one year. So, like, even during COVID, I competed when 90% of the athletes, 99% of the athletes didn't even have a gym to go to. I still found a way, <laughs> right? So there were times that I felt, you know, I just wanted to compete or I'll just lose momentum. And, you know, there are times where I just wanted to compete to give into the sake of honestly, just for the sake of giving into my competitive urges. Right. And I'm at a stage now in my life where I have to focus on other things, other moving parts of my life, like, you know, family, relationships, business specifically. Um, And as my mentors would say, I would, I guess, be experiencing somewhat of a seasonal change. Right. Um, And that's necessary in order for me to continue to gain satisfaction for my life and you know living in my purpose and also of course improving as a bodybuilder okay like i have to redirect my competitive urges to we'll say better serve my future goals and it's not that hard to understand if you listen to this because again if i just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and i don't give myself a chance to truly improve by uh, by stepping into or stepping I guess into a new fear, away from one fear to another fear to like challenge myself, to do something that I've never done before, then I won't really get that growth that I really want in my life in bodybuilding, in business, in in relationships with family, all that stuff. It wouldn't really work because I again, I'm I'm really comfortable with just competing every single year now. And I've got to step out of my comfort zone to put the extra work into other things to make everything else enjoyable because it's not all about competing, guys and girls. It's not all about like every single year the the stage will be there whether i'm alive or dead right so there are other things that i have to focus especially focus on especially with me being 24 turning 25 next year to really catapult my life in the direction that i really want it to go because again i get a lot of energy and i got a lot of satisfaction from competing but it's not all that you know that exists right and if you're like competing for the first time Or if you've been competing forever, you know this. Or at least if you're... Okay, so if you've been competing forever, you know this. If you haven't ever competed, well, let me tell you. Competing isn't everything. You'll feel good. You know what I mean? It shows you that you're capable of doing what you set your mind out to do, and that's awesome. But you can't, or at least you shouldn't, make your life revolve around that completely. Right? I mean, for a certain period of time, okay. Chase that goal. Right? But how many other goals do you have in your life? And how willing are you to actually get to those goals? Like, what are you willing to sacrifice? And for me, I'm willing to sacrifice anything and everything, including some of the things that I love, which is competing every year. But ironically, in a weird, in like a strange sense of like a coincidence, it kind of works in my favor, and I'm going to explain how. And if you listen to this and you compete or you want to compete, listen to this, like just pay attention because this might apply to you too. It might not, but it might, okay? So I, and I'm just going to be honest, Okay. I'm someone who bases most of their value on how well they perform on stage as an athlete. Because that's how most people know me. Like, oh, it's it's Matt, bro. It's Schwarzenegger, bro. It's like the guy, bro. He's shredded. He's, you know, whatever. The natural guy. Right? So most people, when they meet me and they shake my hand, it's because, like, I'm fucking jacked. It's not because of what I know or anything like that. They don't really get to know me until they see my physique first. And then we talk. And then they get to know me. Then they understand that I'm, like, more than just my physique. Right? And... I'll be honest with you, like, I base my life value on that because that's how most people people perceive me, and I'm not really ashamed to admit that because, I mean, we're all human beings and we all fucking, we're we're judgmental by nature, Do you know what I mean? So, that's fine. I have no problem with that, right? And to be honest with you, it's a challenge like none other to really push myself to a level where, you know, the level that I've got to by having that sort of pressure on me because pressure creates diamonds, and I'm super grateful for that pressure. I'm not complaining about it, Okay. But let's talk about how me switching seasons or being at a new season aligns with my competitive goals. Because it ironically does, right? Me taking a little bit more time actually aligns with it. And this is something that you want to listen to if you compete back to back to back. Because as a bodybuilder, this is the thing. We need to take time to grow in the off-season. Yes, you can definitely go and compete as often, as frequently as you'd like. That's awesome. But will you be making noticeable improvements each and every single time in between the offseason before you hop on stage? For many people, no, because either you don't train hard enough, uh, you don't eat as you know, efficiently uh, enough, or maybe you do both of those things very well. But you just don't have enough time to improve because you do need time to put on that tissue um, and to let soft, uh, soft muscle turn into hard, dense muscle tissue. You do need time. It's a variable that a lot of us overlook because we're so hungry for the next win. And that's like what I'm saying here, especially if you're like new to competing, that's something you're going to experience because you're going to love the stage. Believe me, like fucking believe me, you're going to love it. And for those of you that already compete, you know what I'm talking about. Right? Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so let's break it down. I was prepping earlier this year. I was prepping for a show that I had my eyes on um, since I earned my pro card in 2021. But as the days passed, I realized that competing as a pro And I already knew this in advance, but, like, it just got more real to me as time passed on. But, like, I realized competing as a pro is not going to be the fucking same as competing, you know, the way that I've been competing for the years prior as an amateur, right? Natural at that. Okay? So I had I realized, like, it's going to require me to be way fucking better of an athlete both on and on stage for me to make the improvements in order for me to actually do well as a pro bodybuilder on a pro stage. All right? that's something i had to realize and it slowly came more true as i was going through this quote unquote prep getting ready for the show that i was going to do which i mean i'm a natural bodybuilder so if you don't follow bodybuilding and you don't know the shows every year then you don't know but if you do know the shows then you already know what show that that was and that's probably the only show i'm ever going to compete at i'm not going to give you the title cuz if you do know bodybuilding and you follow bodybuilding i already gave it away but i don't like to talk about shows unless like I'm actually one day out and I'm like already registered and shit because evil eye and whatever superstition, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I just don't like talking about it until it's done. All right. I don't want bum slaps. Okay. So anyway, this means to me taking more time off in the off season. Okay. To do well as a bodybuilder and working on being more intentional with my meals, my cardio and training and presentation and strength than I ever have in my past ever. Okay. It's going to require me to play at a new level as a professional, not an amateur which is the first, like it's going to be the first time. It's going to feel like a brand new, you know what I mean? A brand new, not only version of myself, but a brand new like lifestyle, a brand new, say, level when it comes to the habits that are being achieved, right? It's going to take more time. All of which I can really say has improved since, honestly, the last time I've competed. And it it continues to improve, improve as I move into the new year, into 2023, okay? And so with that said, I'm going to get lean, essentially, and prepare myself for the show as if I was were still to compete. Like, that was, like, the mindset I had earlier on in the year, right? And I was like, oh, I'm going to rebuild my physique from scratch. And, you know, I'm going to reverse diet into a the, the long off season, And that way, I know for a fact, I left every stone unturned. Not just, like, a short six to four month prep, but, you know, in my offseason as well. Like, I will leave every stone unturned. So, with that said, I'll be doubling down on the things that make myself improve, even if it means I don't get to compete in 2022, because the year's already done. Olympia is happening. It's the last show of the year. And there are no shows, so you already know that I'm not going to be competing this year, right? And it's not because I didn't want to compete. Believe me, I had to fight myself to not get on the stage there. Believe me, all right? Like, it's it was uncomfortable for me to, to accept the reality, the fact that I do need more time. Not only that I need more time to develop my physique, but that I also need more time to focus on the other things in my life, like business, like family, like relationships, right? So that I could, again, elevate my quality of life and make competing more worth it and earn my right to compete, okay? Because that's how I view it. I earn my right to compete. I don't just like to just go on stage and just, you know, for the sake of it, even though I kind of said that earlier on, it's not exactly what it is because if I don't feel like I, you know, worked my ass off, then I'm going to be nervous when I go on stage. And I've only ever been nervous once. And that was when I was doing my first show. I didn't know what the fuck to expect, but then after that, I knew that every single off-season was like I'm spending it all. Like I'm going in, no stone unturned. So I, I wanted to show with confidence. That's just what it was, right? And I just did not feel that confidence. Why? Because I know that to be a successful pro, it, I would have to be at least bare minimum bar entry, ten times better of an amateur. That's how I look at it. And with that mindset, I believe that that's what's going to make me a successful professional bodybuilder, right? I must earn my right to compete. How do I earn my right to compete? By not missing a single fucking beat on or off season. I'm a pro now. I have to play at a higher level. Again, it's sort of weird even saying that because it's been just over a year and it's kind of still sinking in to my mind in terms of the way like how I'm applying it in my life, right? Like the shit that got me here isn't going to take me anywhere unless I quadruple my efforts that got me here in the first place or at least 10x it to be a successful pro especially being natural, okay? So to the next person that walks up to me in the gym or DMs me and asks, yo, Matt, when's the next show? I'll be pleased to tell you my next show or at least my IFE Pro debut. You know, it will take place in a little over a year, maybe in a little less than a year, maybe. I sort of gave away a hint earlier on this episode if you follow bodybuilding. But again, you can stick, uh, stick around to witness this transformation and stick around to witness the goals, all right? So thank you for your unconditional support. I really appreciate it. You know what it is, people. Um, that's it. That's all. If you like this episode, share it out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys and girls today. Thank you for your precious time and attention. Let's embrace your inner head together. It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. IFBB Pro Promat Vitale signing out. Boom. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason, take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work, and it can get explicit. Viewers discretion, is advised. But I promise you will still laugh, learn and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the Mehead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner Mehead. Alright, it's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.